Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Survivor Now podcast. It is December 7th, coming in on holiday time, and we are here to break down episode 12 of Survivor 43, which I think we can all agree is the best episode of the season. So we had some great challenges, some amazing uh, strategic chat happening back at camp, and then a tribal council that I think left all of us speechless at the end of it. Um, I missed last week. I've been super sick lately and dealing with whatever's out there in the universe right now. It was the first episode I ever missed, but thank you again to Abraham and Will for, for jumping up and taking the hosting duties for a week. I am back, however. No Abraham, no Will, no Josh. So I had some shoes to fill. So I made <laughs> the call and I called in my great friend from the acting side of things. For those of you who don't know, we're actors outside of this. But I brought in my acting friend, Mikaela. Mikaela, it is so good to see you. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. Like, happy to be yeah. back. And I know we've chatted about this. So you're a huge Survivor fan. So right off the bat. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of introduce your love for Survivor to, to the fans out there. What got you into the show? How long have you been watching? Because I know yes. we've been talking about getting you on the show at some point. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I so I've been watching the show. I started a little bit later than like a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people, you know, grow up watching the show and they are like, yeah, I remember watching as a kid and everything. But I started a little bit later. I only started watching like a couple years ago. But since then, I've just been binge watching the seasons ever since. And so um, absolutely love it. Love the strategy behind it. Um, and yeah, I've, you know, this season has been crazy. We have a ton to talk about today. So I'm like, so excited to get into because I literally was gasping at the end because <laughs> it was so crazy. I feel like, but... I feel like you waited. Like I know. Okay. Well, she was last minute. I'm like, I need someone, Michaela, please come on the show. <laughs> so she is, she is not here against her will. I, I, I will let you know that. But at the same time, I feel like you picked the right episode to come on because oh, like, yeah. it was, oh my gosh, I had the biggest smile 
across my yeah. face watching this episode. And I was like, this is what the fans have been waiting for for years yeah. because, you know, we know what Survivor used to be and now they have the new era and it's kind of fallen off just a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I, I do have to ask, have you seen all the seasons? Are you like me? Because there's still seasons I have not seen. Yeah. I haven't seen all of them. I've seen the majority, but like a lot of the really like beginning seasons, I haven't seen as much. So I still have like a lot that I need to watch. No, I feel that. So we are in the yeah. same boat here. Yeah, We're in the perfect. same boat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, my memory is terrible. So if I need to look back at a reference, I will still be asking you, like, I hope you have your survivor like dictionary out and what what's the word? Like Wikipedia. No, I'm kidding. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm oh, not gonna... I'll probably I will probably need it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make you do that much on your first episode. But I will say, if the fans love you and you get hooked, know you always have a home here. So Thank I you. hope you, I hope you, you have a fun time, but let's get into the episode. So we're going to yes. start right with tribal council. And I think the talking point yeah. that everyone wants to hear us talk about Jesse, we've been talking about it on the show, needed to cut ties with Cody. They've had a mm -hmm. relationship. They're both playing amazing games. And he realized that on tonight's episode with all the plans going around, Jesse realized, you know, he's here playing for his family He's going to do whatever it takes. And he had Cody's idol that mm -hmm. he can kind of control the vote with. So what right. did you think about how the conversations went down? You know, it was looking like, oh, we can't vote. Cassidy won, obviously. So we can't split mm -hmm. vote. Carla has an idol. So what what was going through your mind when all these conversations were taking place? Yeah, well, I think like. First of all, Jesse, I mean, we all know he's such a strategic player. And I was really surprised that no one had really pinpointed out Jesse or Cody before tonight. And that was so surprising to me. I mean, their names weren't really brought up that much. I mean, everything, they were kind of running the game for such a long time. And so then I was surprised that, um, you know, Jesse was just so willing to throw Cody under the bus. Really. <laughs> I mean, he literally, but he, it is true though. He did it for a reason, right? He's there to fight for the million dollars. He even said that on the episode, like he's not, they're just for the experience. Like, obviously that's great, but at the end of the day, he wants to provide for his family. So he's going to do what he needs to do. So I really admire that about him. I'm curious about like, okay. Cause I know like Gabler was kind of the one that was, you know, saying, Hey, like, it seems like you've been kind of just following Cody's lead. So I'm like, was Gabler the one that kind of influenced Jesse? I'm curious about that. I'm also curious if like Jesse what he's going to do the next tribal council. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to play his other idol, but it was really interesting to see for sure. And I, I am, I'm wondering how like Gabler plays into this now. Yeah. Funny thing. I didn't even think about that. Like the Gabler situation. He's, he had a yeah. line this episode and I don't know if you know this about me. I'm a big Gabler fan. I'll admit it. I love I him. Know. Oh, oh, me too. Me <laughs> yeah. too. I, I yeah. He's awesome. I want him to win yeah. so bad. I think, it, I think it would just be hilarious, but Anyways, not saying he doesn't deserve it, but he had a line this episode yeah. where he was like, I'm playing under the radar and mm -hmm. nobody knows the type of game that I'm playing. And I saw a tweet from a, a former Survivor player who literally said, that's going to be a hard pitch to the jury when you're like, you guys didn't know the game and the moves that I was making and stuff, because that's something you want the jury to know the moves you are making and stuff. So when you say is Gabler behind this, do you think this could be a situation say Gabler and we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I do want to pull this up before I forget it. Are we looking at the type of situation say Gabler makes the finale and he's in the mm -hmm. final three. Does he pull this up and say, you know what? That move 
that was me. I started yes. that that move. So do you think that's a, a good strategy or should Gabler be making his, his moves known at this point in the game? Yeah, I think he's planting the seeds. I think he is the one that's kind of, you know, getting in people's minds and saying, hey, what about this? What about this? And like just kind of getting them to even think about it in the first place. But it will be interesting to see, okay, is Jesse going to claim this as all of his own, like that he came up with it? I'm, I'm going to be really curious in the next episode when they all go back to camp, how that goes down and like how everyone talks about it. Because I am curious if like Jesse's just going to be like, oh yeah, that was my idea. We flushed Carla's idol out, you know, and now now we're in the top five, right? Like I'm curious kind of how that's going to go down. Um but yeah, I think I think Gabler's playing some good moves and I think he's behind the scenes in a lot of it, but we're just not seeing everything that he's doing. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And I do think Jesse has a lot for this move. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a lot to say for his own resume. And oh, yeah. I, I don't know if people caught this. Uh, if you didn't, I'm going to clarify it a little bit. I saw a lot of people on Twitter. Wait, does Cody not have his idol? Like, yeah, it's it still in Jesse's bag. So Jesse's idol is from Janine. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. That's the one idol in the game. Nobody knows Jesse has it. So the idol yeah. that he went up and played at the podium was Cody's idol, which yes. is what freaked out Carla. And that's yeah. why we didn't see Cody. You know, some people were like, why didn't Cody just ask him back? That's why he didn't ask it back. Cause he saw, he remember Cody has no idea that Jesse has Janine's idol. He saw mm-hmm. his idol played by Jesse, which is what made it such a legendary move. And oh, because, yeah. to your point, I, I feel like Jesse has locked himself in for fire making because he does still have his idol. It has yep. to be played at the next tribal council. So either Jesse wins immunity, which he hasn't done this season, and then plays mm-hmm. it for someone that he wants to keep safe until the final four, mm-hmm. or he takes his idol home, or he doesn't win immunity and he plays it for himself and he's guaranteed final four. Like this could have been Jesse's winning move in the game. Oh, for sure. For sure. And you could tell the entire jury was super impressed. They were like, Jesse did that. Like he was the one that pulled that off. Like everyone was super impressed by it. Um, and I think too, and it was interesting. I don't know if you saw that at the very end, like when Cody um, was about to leave, he like went up to him and they had that like short little pause. Like, I didn't, I didn't sure. think he was going to, I didn't yes, think he was yes. going to do it. I didn't I was, think so either. I was like, is he just pissed off right now? Like, is he super upset? I wasn't, I wasn't sure. And then he hugged it out and he, and Jesse kept saying like, I'll explain later, bro. And he's like, you don't, you don't need to, don't worry about it. So like, I think they're on good terms. So I feel like if he makes it to the end, which I think he probably will, uh, I'm sure Cody's going to end up voting for him. And I think the jury was really impressed by it too, for sure. Are we convinced that Cody will vote for Jesse? Because that was the first thing that came across my mind as well, or one of the first yeah. things. I've had like three first things at this point. One of yeah. the first <laughs> things that came across my mind was, has this burned Cody? Because he did right away seem super pissed. And obviously, he I did. feel like we all really would did. be. Like, I feel like in that position, we would all be mad. It seems by the end of it, he had a good, you know, he understood what a play and stuff. But I was thinking, does this mean Cody will not vote Jesse now because of how he burned him? Because they did have such a tight bond. It's tough situation Mm -hmm. because I I feel like I'd be in the same boat of I'd be super mad. But you have to respect the move Mm -hmm. that Jesse made. And I, I just find it hard to believe that Cody was not even considering at some point taking out Jesse vice versa right right yeah and i mean that's what I'm, i was surprised that cody 
knew, even though like, you know, Jesse was obviously holding on to his idol and stuff. It's like, that's a little suspicious too. You would think like that would kind of put in the back of your head. Oh, Hey, why is he holding on to my idol? (laughs) I don't know. I would be a little bit conscious of that a little bit, but um, yeah, I, I just think it, it is such a weird dynamic. And I feel like Cody's the type of guy though, that's so laid back and so like go with the flow that I feel like at first he was definitely, it, it totally threw him off. He wasn't sure what to do. You could tell it in his face. He was pretty upset. But then <laughs> yeah. I think, I think he did have that turning point. And I think that's when, you know, he ended up hugging Jesse and he was like, Hey, it's okay. I understand. Like at that point, I think he is showing that, you know, he is a very forgiving person. I don't think he's going to hold a grudge about it. I think he respects the game and he respects that big moves need to be played. But on the other side, you're making me kind of think here on the other side. And Jesse even said this too. He was like, I think Cody would take me to the end. And I think Cody would have never voted Jesse out. I think he would have, Mm -hmm. you know, been there until the end with him. So he's very loyal in his alliance in that sense. But, um, I think he respects the game too much. I don't think he's going to hold a grudge or anything against Jesse. Well, a lot of people have been saying how the new era of survivor is like too friendly and, and stuff like that. Like, how many times do we see people get voted out and then hug every single person? Like, and this isn't like, yeah. and just at the end, this is something we've been seeing like all season where people are like, ah, you got me. Like it used right. to be like, people yeah. are super They're like petty. smiling on their way out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like someone throw a fit. And I thought we were super yeah. close to having that moment today because like yeah. you said, I thought, I thought for sure Cody was not going to hit up Jesse. It looked like he was going to turn yeah. away for a moment. Yes, it, it really did. It looked like he was going to literally just like pick up his things and walk right past him. Yeah. But I mean, you made a great point. The jury looked super impressed. I was impressed. I was screaming. That was my I was reaction. Too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was, was like, too. Yes. Oh my God. And then when I was like, because like, I, I mean, Carla's a person awesome. I think she's a huge threat in the game though. She's clearly been lying over and over again. So when they got the idol out of her, I was like, yes. Because I think like next, Probably like the next one, she doesn't win immunity. She's very good at the immunity challenges, but I think they're going to try to get around next. I'm assuming, especially since, since it seems like Owen and Gable are definitely on the same page. It'll be interesting to see like how Cass now fits into things too. Well, that was going to be my next question. Well, before we move yeah. on to like Carla and Cassie, is Jesse now voting out his number one ally? We've seen him mm-hmm. have a close game with Carla, but obviously Carla is not going to trust Jesse either because he just kind of foiled their plan together, made yeah. her play her idol when she didn't have to. So, you know, Carla was is going to be mad about that. Mm-hmm. Where does this leave Jesse? Game wise, he obviously has an idol that no one knows about, so he's gonna be safe next week unless he totally ruins it on someone else. Um, so he's yeah. gonna be safe. He's guaranteed final four. We can all assume that. So, what is Jesse's best best path moving forward, and who does he need to work with? Is it Owen? Because it does seem like Owen was kind of his number one in this yeah. the episode tonight. I think Owen is his number one, but, and I know I keep bringing back to Gabler, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I feel love like Gabler, on the we show. love Gabler. I feel like he's so strategic in the sense that it would be dumb for someone not to think about getting Jesse out next, especially yeah. after that move. It's like, if you're going to sit next to him at the end, he's going to win, like you said, on that move alone. So it's like, you have to try to get him out when you can. You know, with the immunity, I don't, that will be interesting. No one knows he has that. So, like, that will be interesting because I'm sure they're going to try to get him out if he doesn't win immunity. And then if he plays his idol, who knows where the votes are going to go. And at that point, he's going to really be in control, right? So, 
Um, it will be interesting to see, but I think right now Owen's probably his best bet, but I think Gabler is going to probably team up with Carla. Cass is going to be, I feel like a swing vote because she either could go either way. She kind of doesn't trust Carla at this point, but also too, she's not at the top. So she might have to go with, you know, Jesse and Owen, who knows, but that's kind of how I see it playing out. It's going to be very hard. Extremely hard for Jesse not to win the season. I think the only chance you have to get Jesse out of the game now is make him do fire making. But the tough thing with that mm-hmm. is they have to be the remaining players have to be blind to not see Jesse playing the best game by far oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah. Even after, you know, let's just assume he plays his idol. That's another part of his, you know, that's going to be another resume builder. And then you mm-hmm. get to the situation assuming Jesse isn't the one choosing, do we take him to the end or do we Mm -hmm. have him do fire making fire making might be the only way to get him out. But if you put Jesse in fire making and then he wins fire making and then he goes into a final tribal council with, um, you know, his speech and I'm sure his family and how much they mean to him and and how much, Mm -hmm. you know, he is there to make sure he has a future for his family and bringing out, you know, subjects of his past and stuff like that. That's why I was like, once this happened, he might've just locked up the game. I think the only chance you have now to get him out is fire making. Oh yeah. I could totally see that. I could totally see that. Cause I mean, he, he has been very strategic in every single move that he makes. He's been very calculated in making sure that he aligns himself with the right people. And I mean, I think he has a great story and he does have so many things on his resume. So I agree. I think like the only way to truly get him out is through fire making and hope that he doesn't win <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> if he wins I it, it's, it could be a unanimous final. I mean, I, I oh, for yeah. real feel like if he wins yeah. fire making, it's going to be unanimous that Jesse wins oh, yeah. this season. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So let's, let's move on to, you brought up Carla and Cassidy. And that's a yeah. tough situation. We saw it all episode, saw it right at the beginning, how Owen threw, uh, you know, threw a bone to Cassie in a sense yes, and said, yeah, Carla yeah. is coming after you. And then we yep. saw Carla, which we're going to talk about even more this episode. Bring out, I mean, the, <laughs> the actors, acting. the actors are going to respect this. She was bringing yeah. out the fake crying, which seems to work every single time you do it. Just fake crying, yes. get, get what you want. Um, And so Cassie was like, wow, she seriously just cried to me and, you know, making me feel like bad about her situation just to find out that she's playing me. So Carla is in a super tough situation because, you know, all season people have been saying this is a misogynistic season if we go deeper into it. And I've Mm -hmm. been pushing back. No, I think every move has had a reason thus far. But now Mm -hmm. this episode, we did get the guy versus girl talk. The the boys were like, we need to, you know, get the girls out and protect the guys. And I was like, okay, now, now you can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've officially put, they've officially put it out there. So Carla's in a tough situation because she obviously doesn't have the guys supporting her. And Mm -hmm. she's not going to have Cassidy. She's not going to be able to go back to Cassidy and say, look, I'm sorry. How about we work together? Because oh, no. you, you the trust out is the gone. Fake yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. What, what's happening between those two? Because they work together all game. And it, this all got started, just to remind you guys, from a lie. Someone lied to Carla and said, Cassie's coming after you. And she just ate it up and believed it. And I believe it was Owen who's been trying to drive this like dagger of mistrust between the two. So mm-hmm. between them, it's tough to see. I feel like Cassidy is in a better situation than Carla now. 
Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, and we have to remember too, that the last episode, Carla, she started thinking and she started kind of uh, just kind of getting conscious about the fact that um, she was the only one, Cassie was the only one that knew she had an idol. And so because of that, that's when she was like, well, what if we did vote her out? And then that's kind of when Carla started putting that out there. And, you know, obviously they didn't end up going through with that. But Carla kind of was the one I feel like that started and put herself into this situation because her bond that she had with Cassie, Cassie was not planning on telling anyone about her idol. Like that she was, was loyal to, to a T. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was pretty clear to us that she was never planning on telling anybody. Um, and then once Carla started question is when it just all went <laughs> downhill. And then that, <laughs> yeah. gives, that gives everyone else things to play off of. You know, Owen steps in, Jesse, which also another I mean, so many things with, with Jossie, this, this episode, great, great. But, uh, I mean, I like even that part when like, you think he's going to go tell Cassidy, oh yeah, like Carla wasn't saying anything, like reassuring her. And then all of a sudden it cuts to him being like, oh no, she definitely threw your name out. Like that to me, was just like, wow. Carla screwed. (laughs) I am so into this battle between the two. Cause I I honestly feel like, their best path path forward, especially with the guys doing the guys have to stick together type situation in this episode, um, which obviously Jesse does not care about. He's like, you know, screw that plan. We're going, we're right, getting Cody right. out. But I do yeah. feel like the two of them working together would be their best chance forward in the game. I know we're mm-hmm. going to talk about like everybody and their winning chances. Cause I truly do believe everyone remaining in the game can win this game. Like I do believe oh, yeah. this is a super competitive season. But I've been saying for weeks, Cassidy might be the biggest sleeper because I've been comparing her game to Erica's in season 41, where a lot of people were mad and Mm. felt she was a goat. But I was like, she was playing a lot behind the scenes. And I feel like Cassidy is the exact same way. She's won two challenges now. Oh, yeah. She's amazing at the challenges. Yeah. She's kind of proving she's like a challenge beast a little bit. Like there was one this season. Remember, she lasted over two hours and 20 minutes in last week's challenge just to come up Mm -hmm. fairly short of beating the tide. So I feel like for those two, they need to push forward for Carla and Cassie. I feel like they need to grab Gabler or or Owen and push Mm -hmm. forward to make a move against Gabler. Um, do we still mm-hmm. think Carla is the fav- one of the favorites? Because all season it's been Cody, Jesse, and Carla. Did this episode, mm-hmm. and I've been saying that Carla has kind of been losing momentum. Is yes. Carla not one of the favorites to win anymore? Or does she still have a strong enough game to to win? Because we've also been seeing she's been struggling a lot with injuries and su- yes, stuff. Yes, like I know. I, I was just about to say that too, is like, she definitely she's a strong player but i mean you saw in the past challenge she was so close to winning immunity herself and then her body just gave out and like she's had she was limping a lot throughout a lot of the episode i know like uh cody was helping to make that walking stick and everything for her noelle said she looks like me and i was like i was like no no oh my gosh yeah um so the likelihood of her winning the next challenge probably slim unless she can rest up a little bit. But um, I really think she's at the bottom now. I think she is. She's broken her lines of cast. She doesn't have her idol now. So I think if she wants to stay in the, and she doesn't trust Jesse either. So if she wants to stay in this game, I feel like 
Owen and Gabler are kind of the the two almost kind of controlling the game now because you have obviously Jesse, he has his head in the aisle. He's kind of, you know, keeping that to himself. But I feel like Owen and Gabler are really going to be the ones that are making decisions together now. So I feel like if she has a chance to stay, she has to do something with them. And I feel like that's the only chance she's going to have in actually staying with the game because I feel like they're going to easily vote her out if they don't go for Jesse, which they would be dumb not to try to get him out too in the next I mean, round. I mean, you kind of said it earlier. Uh, Carla might be the easy next vote out of the game. Like it oh, might, yeah. she might be, she needs to go into the next immunity challenge with the mindset. If I don't win this, I'm going home, which I, yeah. I think she can, depending on her injury. I mean, she, I, I wrote down in my notes, she looks like, well, I was going to write out in my notes, she's passing yeah. out. Like at one point, they kept yeah. focusing the camera on her and she looked like she was about to pass out. And then she kind of like oh, yeah. hopped back up. I'm like, okay, no, she looks like she's about to pass out. She's not passing out, but yeah, she really yeah. did look rough today. Like in, she in did, terms of yeah. like health stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just, it's, it's just tough to see where Carla, what her best path moving forward is on the flip mm -hmm. side. What, what are your opinions on Cassidy? Are you a big Cassidy yeah. fan or, or do you think, she she's also kind of towards the bottom in terms of people winning the game. I I do like her. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like I haven't gotten a lot from her this season, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's something missing there. I feel like she does have some good moves, but I feel like she hasn't really been the one like leading them. She hasn't been the one that's taking charge, going around telling people, hey, this is what we need to do or anything like that. Like, I just would like to see more of a leader out of her in terms of actually getting things done when it comes to tribal council. So that's the one part that's missing a little bit for me is I like someone that kind of takes more initiative and kind of tries to stir up things a little bit more, <laughs> uh, which is just, you know, more exciting. To watch Are you a fan of the villains? Here. I'm getting that sense. Are I you am, a fan of the survival? I, I am a fan of villains. I am because it's just, you know, it's entertaining to watch and like, too, I just, uh, yeah. So I, it just will be interesting to see. And I feel like, uh, she needs to do something big. Like, I feel like if she's going to win the next couple of votes, she needs to be the one leading it and she needs to make some big moves so she can sit up there and say, hey, I actually did this as opposed to, hey, I like went along with a couple other people and we all did this together, if that makes sense. Do, do the do the immunity win? Say she wins the next immunity challenge. I would give yeah. her three on the season. Does that help at all? Because I know some, oh, people, yeah. are, some people say immunity, immunity win shouldn't go into it. Or if it does go into your final speech, it should just be like a minor part. Like it's not enough mm -hmm. to win you the game. How much of a resume builder is winning the immunity challenges, do you think? I think it's definitely important. I don't think it's like, oh, yeah, you should be, you know, determined the winner or anything like that, or the jury should vote for you. Um, but I think it's important to bring up, right? Like, those are very hard challenges. And it's very difficult, given the circumstances that they're barely eating. They're out there for, you know, so many days, and they're essentially drained and exhausted. And here they are putting their bodies through all of this, you know, intense activity. Um, I, you know, I think that it's something that's very admirable and it's a good thing to at least bring up. And I think it shows, Hey, even when other people gave up, I kept pushing for, because this is what I wanted and I was so motivated to get after it. But I think it's not a final decision. I think like, if you're looking between two people and you're like, Hey, they won three, this person, you know, only won one or didn't win any. Then it's I don't not think enough it's a to close the gap. Or, no, yeah. no, I don't think so at all. I think it's going to be more of the social aspect or, what did they actually do to further their game outside of just challenges too? 
So what I did get from that conversation, we haven't, we haven't spoke about this, but do you miss the, this has been a big topic for years and it's not really about this season. It is a little bit. Do you miss like the classic villains? Cause we we feel like in the new era of survivor, like they've been missing villains. And I, I I did feel like this episode, there's a couple of villain moments. I was like, when Carla started the fake crying, I was like, Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, is she the villain? And then you're like, Je- this is juicy now. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> yeah. Jesse with his move, like when I was screaming at the end, I'm like, is Jesse the villain? Like, I, I, I'm trying to pull that villain into the game because I, I do feel like Survivor has to have someone to root against. It just, it's great yeah. storytelling. It is. It is. And I think you're right. We haven't really had a strong villain right from the start, right? We haven't had somebody that's going in and purposely breaking up alliances just because they want to, or they want to cause drama or anything like that. Owen showed us that a little bit tonight. But I wouldn't say that he is a villain, you know, uh, in every other episode, but um, I think we might start to see a little bit more of that, whether it's from Carla or Jesse, I think that those would be the two that maybe might turn more into a villain, depending on like how aggressive they get. But I don't think we've had like a core villain this season. I mean, and I, I think we're missing feel, that. I still feel like, you know, in terms of villain play and stuff, I still yeah. feel like there's no one we're rooting against. I don't want to speak for you. No. Is, there, is there someone no, you're like, I no don't want to? Because usually there's no. someone that you're like, oh my gosh, please don't have this person yes. win. You're rooting yes. against them. But even yeah. though they've had those villain moves, everyone has a such a beautiful story and a, mm-hmm. you know, a past that you're rooting them on and stuff like that. Jesse, for instance, like he could do the most villainous stuff. And then I would yeah. still be, <clears throat> excuse me. I would still be like, ah, oh, man, this man's playing for his family. He had a rough yep. past. He's trying to build off that. So it's tough when they introduce those like heartfelt stories to really be like, ah, oh, I hate this guy or I hate this. Oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no one in this game that I'm like, Oh, I want them to get out so badly or anything <laughs> like that. Like, you know what I mean? And you didn't I'm not, seem like, too excited about Cassidy. I don't know. I haven't. I, you know. I know. I know. <laughs> she just isn't like out of all the players. I don't think she's the one that should end out, should win at the end. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I yeah. don't think she's a villain though. She seems like a very sweet girl. Um, But I, yeah, there isn't that one character that you can just be like, why isn't anybody else seeing this? Like they're going around causing all this chaos. Like, you know, I want one of those people that like will go and like steal things out of other people's bags or like, you know, like do crazy stuff like (laughs) that. We need that. We need that. That's what we need. That's what we need. So that it can then just like, you know, that's when you really start to see, okay, who is actually together? Like who is actually going to bring each other to the end? And I feel like we haven't seen that yet. So Maybe in the next couple of episodes, we're going to start to see kind of everyone's true colors come out and see see what happens. So so let's move on to the challenges that, yeah. you know, took place in this episode. I felt like, you know, I've been a huge person who has not enjoyed the challenges on Survivor. I feel like they get repetitive at times, especially in the U.S. version of the show. They reuse yeah. a lot of them and stuff like that. And and I want them to use the elements. Like I, I felt the challenge last week that they did with the grates in the water. Yes. Perfect. It's like, yeah, it's intense. Classic. It's, yeah. you know, they can get hurt. I don't want them to, but they can, right. they can get hurt and There's everything. Risk in it. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we did see another reward challenge this week, which I really enjoyed because we don't see those enough. They've kind of retired, you know, the reward challenge, every episode type situation. 
Uh, but yeah. we had this challenge where they broke in the two teams of two. They blindfolded each other. And then mm -hmm. someone had to be in the middle of this like hamster ball. And I yep. was almost throwing up watching it. I was like, yes. I would not want to be that person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, me either. I'm like, I could, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I don't know. I knew we were doing the show tonight. And I was trying to no. think. I was like, uh, I feel like Mikayla and I, if we were going up against each other, I was trying to think of who would have a worse time trying to do the challenge. Like, I feel like I feel like I would maybe be good, like inside the hamster ball, but I feel like too, <laughs> I would just like at the end, like honestly, just like throw up or something. Like my that. Issue. I feel like I would not be able to handle it. My issue is I would always lose sight. I know my lefts and rights, obviously. But yes, like if yeah. I'm upside down, I feel like I would be like go right. to the left and then it's like their right or yeah. whatever. And I wouldn't yeah. even think of that about that, which I feel like I'd be like Cassie and I'd end up in the bushes or whatever. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I thought they were about to like push her. Like I was, I was like, please tell me there's not a cliff there because like it literally looked, I was like, that would be so bad. Imagine if she just like kept getting pushed and there was like a beach. That's and what they I just, was thinking. They kept going in the water and she's like, guys, yes. we're literally in the water right now. Like, Oh, way man. off it, course, way off course. <laughs> it was it was fun to watch, and I thought it was it a was, unique yeah. and fun challenge. Uh, there's two teams, like I said, the blue team of Carla, Cody, and Owen, the red team of Cassidy, Gabler, and Jesse. Red struggled early on and then almost mm -hmm. came back. I don't know how it could be that hard to get the ball in that hole because they just kept right. skipping it, and I was like, it's literally dead middle. Uh, oh, my God. But blue ended up winning the reward, and what was the reward? It was the Survivor Sanctuary. And this is Again. my next time. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Like I said, yes. Mikayla and I have never like done a show together yet. And she's yeah. a natural at this because she already knew where I was going with it. Again. Again. Uh, so like, yes. I this is where we are not afraid to get negative on this show and look at Survivor moments that need improved on. And I want to know what happens that made CBS slash Survivor go from like cool, like cool rewards of like, mm -hmm. let's go to this village and drop off toys for children or mm -hmm. get in this helicopter and we're going to, you know, fly you across the islands or get mm -hmm. on this yacht and we're going to throw a party. How did we go from those rewards to, okay, we're going to let you go to the Survivor Sanctuary for the a millionth time, but, but we changed what you're eating and drinking. Yeah. So it's different. Now it's a bunch of sweets. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm just like, yeah. uh, kind of, kind of pissed off <laughs> at, yes. at Survivor oh right now. Goodness. So what are yeah. your, what are your thoughts with this? Cause I was like oh, yeah. amazing episode. And then immediately once they said sanctuary, I just sunk in my chair and I'm like, are you kidding me? Me too. I literally, I, I literally wrote down, I was like, sanctuary again <laughs> like I was so upset with it because also too and I know I know like you had kind of talked about this in some previous episodes but it was like I was expecting maybe family this time like that would be awesome yeah why can't we bring that. families out when did COVID happen like 2020 right <laughs> right right exactly and so I mean I don't understand that but also too it's like yeah why can't we do it, it just felt lazy to me like it felt like they weren't putting in the effort to actually find something else. And it's like, let's just put you at the sanctuary and have you stuff your face and like <laughs> all that, the reward, which like, I know they're excited about that, but you know, I, I want something new and, and exciting to watch. And I do like, like you mentioned, like when they do interact with 
other people too. You know, when they do have these full on experiences, they get to experience the culture of whatever region they're That's in. Like that I do is, think not meaning to yeah. cut you off, but no, I do yeah. think survivor has a beautiful opportunity. And I think they hurt themselves a little bit when they signed the contract with Fiji to just always mm -hmm. film at Fiji. But, but still like you have this beautiful opportunity to bring different cultures to the millions of people who view mm -hmm. this show at home and also bring awareness to some causes and stuff. Like I just watched, yes. um, uh, not to spoil anything. If you guys plan on watching the last season of survivor South Africa, tune out now, Michaela, I'm sorry. You're stuck with me. <laughs> so you're going to hear, um, but anyways, they had this reward where they went to a, an animal like conservation thing and they got to mm -hmm. see how they dehorn rhinos so that poachers won't go after them because they don't have horns. So like, what's the point of just killing a beautiful creature, you know, which mm -hmm. it's so like um, they did stuff like that. And it showed you like they went out there and took care of sick animals and stuff like that. And, and to your point, I agree a thousand percent. It feels lazy. And I've had people before who, who say Fiji might still have COVID rules. It might be like, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> it might be, you have to quarantine. So that's why they don't interact with other people because mm -hmm. they would have to quarantine before, you know, going to a village or maybe they don't want to put the village at risk. I understand that. I do. Even though I think we should be well yeah. past it, like nations have different rules and stuff like that. But at the same time, you cannot tell me that you can't get a boat and, right. and throw a party on a boat. Yes. Is yeah. it the same thing as a sanctuary? Yeah, pretty much. How about have a movie night, taking it all the way back mm -hmm. to Survivor Africa? How about put a drive-in movie and say, hey, you guys get to go to the drive-in movie tonight with popcorn and watch, mm -hmm. a, watch a movie together or stuff like mm -hmm. that. You guys can spend the night in a in a an amazing hotel for the evening. We rented out a hotel for you guys. It just feels not only lazy, but it kind of mm -hmm. feels cheap in a way from CBS. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. And too, and I totally see what you're saying when it comes to, you know, if there are any COVID restrictions, obviously they have to be mindful of that, but even then they can still incorporate some of the local culture into the reward challenges. Like they could put something together that is just the, their cast and crew but it could showcase something with the local heritage or something. It doesn't even have to be, you know, local people or anything like that, but they could come up with unique creative ways of still showcasing Fiji, but, you know, making it a fun reward. So I agree. I feel like it was just lazy. And yeah, I mean, I, I think they could have done something like you said, even like a drive-in movie, like that's, so simple is it, is it is it the same thing of like hanging out and eating yes yes but it still serves the purpose Different. of it's not the sanctuary because let me yeah. remind you guys yeah. we had the sanctuary since season 41 when they went and ate pizza at the yep. sanctuary so I, I i mean i tweeted this out to rob has a podcast to see if they would talk about it tonight but the yeah. sanctuary at this point has basically became like another tribe it's just yeah. like, oh, we get to go spend the night at this other camp that actually mm -hmm. has like comfort and stuff. So like, I almost feel like it's going to take a a player to go on the show and call Jeff out and be like, Ugh. and when Jeff's like, you don't look excited. Mm -hmm. And for them to say, yeah, because it's the sanctuary again. Like, I, I yeah. really want a player. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen because you don't want to piss off. Jeff. Right. You want to <laughs> yeah. go back. 
And we we yeah. all know how we are. We like we talk shit behind the scenes, but then we get out there and we're like, oh, this is amazing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They're hungry. They're like, yeah, just please give me food. I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's gonna take someone calling Jeff out. Um, there's just yeah. certain stuff that Survivor, for whatever reason, retires that I feel like they don't mm-hmm. have to retire. Eating challenges. One of my favorite challenges yes. to watch yes. every year. Oh, was I was the thinking eating challenge. about that the other day. Yes. Oh my goodness. You miss it too? I love that one. I miss yes. that one so much. Because I would always think when I'm, when I'm watching, I'm like, could I eat that? Like, would I be able to? And it, it was like, another culture thing. This is a, yes, it this was. Is a yes. prominent food for these people to eat and stuff like yep. that. Like whichever culture they're talking about. So like mm-hmm. that was another way to get culture into the show. Um, in a way. Sure. And so eating challenges, the survivor auction, which I've been begging yes. for them to bring back yes. forever. Um, the rites of passage. You guys remember that when the final mm-hmm. three would go and say a little words about everyone who's been voted out of the game. Yes, There's just yes. like, and I don't know if they get rid of them just because they get bored of them or if they get mm-hmm. rid of them because it's only 26 days now and they feel like it would take up too much time. I don't know what it is. But I don't yeah. want awesome rewards to follow suit. Um, and I'm I'm really mm-hmm. hoping. I mean, how how much longer do we think the sanctuary is gonna go on for? If if we were oh. to take a guess. Oh my goodness. I think I mean forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the new normal. Forever. Yeah. Like honestly, I think it's gonna be something that it's gonna pop up on every single season and we're gonna literally be saying the same thing again, like, oh, the sanctuary. But I feel like they're also too kind of in some ways going through this almost rebranding period with Survivor. They're really, you can tell, especially over the last couple of seasons, they're trying out a lot of new things, you know, and they're obviously implementing a lot of new like things with the shot in the dark and all this different stuff. And so I feel like they're trying to get kind of creative. I mean, we even saw like on the one season, uh, what was it? I think it was two seasons ago, but they had the, um, where the audience could actually interact with the clues and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then now, yeah. now that now that's gone. But I'm like, I feel like they're kind of going through this test trial period where they're trying to see, okay, like what do people like? Kind of what do we want this game to look like moving forward? So maybe, maybe we'll hear that the sanctuary needs to go and <laughs> we need something new. <laughs> I just hope they look at the numbers for uh I saw these numbers yeah. and they were concerning. So <clears throat> Survivor is Viewership wise, viewership is down mm-hmm. 11% from most seasons. And wow, I think yeah. it said 9% in key demographics. Now, I know people wow. are just going to be like 11, 9% out of 100. That's nothing. In the TV world, that's a lot. That is mm-hmm. a ton for it to be down 11, 9%. Um, so, like, this is something that CBS should be looking at and seeing, like, they already mm-hmm. retired the hourglass. They mm-hmm. already retired the um, do or die, which was like a three and one chance of going home for no reason. Mm-hmm. Shot in the dark is like Owen seven now. Mm-hmm. Since Sammy used it last week and it didn't work. So yep. to your point, Michaela, like they have to see these things not working and just go. I- I'm just wondering how long until they realize. And you can see if you go on Twitter and type survivor, you will see all the people, all the fans talking like trash about how it used to be better and stuff like that. How yeah. long until CBS just realizes 39 days, 18 mm-hmm. people, and then go back to what made the show 
so good. There's really no equation here to try to solve. It's just go back yeah. to what you were doing. And I think everyone would be super happy about it. Oh, I think so too. I think everyone just loves the classic game. They love seeing those classic challenges. I mean, I think that's why we all loved the challenge so much last week too. It's like having those challenges that you've seen time and again and see how people approach them differently. Like that to me is so exciting. So I think it will be interesting to see kind of what they do over the next couple of seasons. If they do start to revert back to old ways, if they do try to keep on changing things around, but I mean, it seems like a lot of people are saying like, hey, let's just go back to classic Survivor. That's what we all want. That's what we're all like used to watching. And that's what we love. Like, that's what made it popular to begin with. Um, No, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I think we are on the exact same page yes. here in terms yeah. of like go back <laughs> to what made Survivor yeah. super successful. I will say I feel like the challenges this year have been really good. I know we talked they have. They a have. while on that challenge, but. Today's challenges were good. Uh, last uh -huh. week's was good. I, I really liked the one Cassidy won last time with the dominoes. I thought that was yes, yes, that yes, was really yes. good. So, yeah, I see improvement. I will I do. bite my tongue mm -hmm. and just hope it keeps going in that direction in terms of challenges. Oh, for sure. And the second challenge, just to spend, you know, not spend too much time on it, but they had a cool bat like puzzle type thing they that did. I don't remember yes. seeing. That was cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that no, was really cool. Uh, would you be Would you be good at puzzles, Michaela? If you were to go out on the island, do you feel like I, I'm not good at puzzles? Sitting in yeah. my living room with you know food and beverage in me, I feel like yeah. dehydrated Randy would be even worse at puzzles. So like, yeah. do you feel like you could go out there and like do really well at these puzzles? Because that one I made no so. sense. To me. Yeah, I think so. I think I that would be my strength. I actually my free time do like jigsaw puzzles on my phone oh. and on my ipad so like i'm really into like doing puzzles obviously those are a little bit different uh but i think i would actually be good at it but then again i feel like a lot of people they go out there and they're like hey i'm good at puzzles and then like you said they're like dehydrated they like haven't been sleeping much they're tired so like their brain's not working and then they end up just like totally failing on the puzzle but um yeah i think i think i could give it a good shot yeah, find out something new about your friends every day. Really? Yeah. Good <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me I the entire puzzles. time we were hanging out. You didn't tell me you did you bring a oh puzzle on the trip? I did. I did. Oh, it, you should have told me. I, it's on my iPad though. It's on my iPad. So I don't actually bring like a box. It's on my iPad, so then I can just kind of do it when I want to. Okay. Oh, we should have put it together. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> puzzle night at your place. Just let me yes. know when and I'm down. Done. Done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I think we covered a lot this episode. Before I move on yeah. to talking to the final five, was there anything you had in your notes that I might have missed, Michaela, in terms of big moments this episode? There was a lot. Like, this was a was really a yeah. good episode in terms of, like, some people are saying this is the best episode in the new era of Survivor. And I think it mm -hmm. might be up there because it felt like a classic so. episode. It, it really did. No, I think, I think we covered mostly everything. I mean, it was... A big episode. I think we saw a lot of people trying to kind of get their foot in the door. You know, you had Owen kind of trying to put in some tension there between Cass and Carla. And then you had Carla and her Emmy Award winning <laughs> crying and all of that. So, twice. Which is, twice. Which is twice. <laughs> twice. And she had Cody fooled on her idol. Oh, the guys. I mean, like, bad yes. look for the guys. Because I oh was like, gosh. I was like, there's a. There's a saying that if you cry, guys would just, you know, especially the saying like, 
daughters have their dads wrapped around their finger and stuff with it, yeah. you know, puppy dog face and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. guys, don't you fall for it. And she started crying yeah. and they instantly fell for it. I don't it. think they... she has the idol. I don't think she has the idol. No, I don't think she has it, man. <laughs> no I'm way like, she Dude. has it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, like, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. The only other thing that I wrote down, I don't know. This is like so small, so small. But I don't know if this bothered you, but in the beginning of the challenges, and I've noticed they've done this in the last couple episodes, the game of the challenges, they've been having that horrible drone footage where it's been going in and going upside down. And oh, I literally watch it and I'm like, why is it feel like the room spinning? I just, I want them to get rid of that. I just want them to cut that. It's not. Good. This is why I love Makayla because I would have yeah. never said anything, but she pinpoints like that. And I'm like, yes. yes. A thousand yes. percent. Yes. Yes. I'm like, and I've noticed it a couple times now and it was like on the same challenge. They did it twice. And I was like, okay, can we just get like an, uh, you know, high level overview of just the challenge? We don't need this whole drone footage. <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah. know, the people listening are like, why is this a big deal? But like, this is the actors and performers in the, like in us who are, or yes. who are mad about it. Yeah. We, yeah. Like, well, no I'm camera. Sure... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm sure other people too. Like when yeah, you're watching, oh, well, yeah. you felt like the room was spinning, and you're just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, no, I knew exactly the moment. That's why I started getting up because I knew instantly yeah. what you were talking about, and I'm like, "Oh, yes. thank God she uh, said it." Because yes, yes. <laughs> I, hey, they're experimenting with the cameras too, like all these close-up oh, yeah. shots and everything. Sometimes yeah. they overdo it, and I'm like, yeah. you know, we're trying. They're trying to film like a movie now. They almost film it like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they do that on the future challenges. I'm going to like watch for it now. <laughs> I know like I've seen it and I know what you're talking about, but I, do they do that a lot? Cause now I feel like I'm going to yes. notice it every challenge now. Yes. I've been noticing it a lot. Like over the last couple episodes, they've done it. And then they did it like twice for one challenge tonight. So like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to keep doing it, but every time I'm like, okay, I don't know what's, what's happening here. <laughs> I I mean I have a I have a small thing as well. Um uh I felt like Jeff talked a little too much at tribal. Now mm. I, I believe everybody knows this at this point, whether you're casual or a diehard fan. Um tribal council is not 10 minutes, everyone. <laughs> tribal council <laughs> is three hours and they cut it down. So Jeff does talk a lot anyways, but he started getting to the point where he kept talking about like Cody and Carla bluffing and I don't like mm -hmm. when Jeff I know his whole point is to kind of like speak on all aspects of the game and, and break everything down but I don't want him to ever give away someone's plan mm -hmm. um, and I almost felt like even though that's not the plan that went through if I was sitting there and I didn't even consider them bluffing and then he starts asking what if you guys bluff tonight and then you have your idols for next tribal and then that buys you an automatic chance to the to the final four that would right. almost make me go oh shoot i didn't think about that mm -hmm. oh and then maybe i'll start a live tribal and like so that's what i meant by i don't know how you felt but i i i felt like at times jeff can talk a little bit too much in yeah. terms of like giving gameplay away and i was like oh jeff you shouldn't bring up the fact that they could bluff here because that, yeah. I think, could influence the vote, and he should never influence the vote. Yeah. No, I've seen that, too. I've seen where he, you clearly know that he has had the insider information, right? People have told him, hey, this is what's going on in camp. So people are talking about. 
he's obviously asking questions kind of a roundabout way of, you know, yeah. trying to get people to say something. But I think at the same time, it's like he's kind of there to create that tension. So like, I agree that I feel like sometimes he asks too many and it makes people uncomfortable and you can even see that. And I like, I love when the players literally like give the most high level answer and they're just like, we'll see what happens tonight, Jeff. We'll see what happens. <laughs> like, if they say something like that, I'm like, okay, good. Because you get some people that will just talk and talk or they will say the wrong thing and it will change people's phones. That's yeah. Me. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you obviously have to be careful with words, but like, I feel like he's there to create the tension and I feel like, he wants somebody to slip up in some ways. I think he wants someone to say the wrong thing. So then all of a sudden everyone's in a su- some ways like oh, kind he's, of panicking. He's looking hoping at each that other. someone says the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah he's trying yeah. to pull that from you. Yeah. He wants to make the episode even more entertaining for people to watch. So he wants people to be looking at each other, confused, not sure what to do and stuff. So uh, I think he does it on purpose. And I think he knows that he's, he's saying too much. <laughs> I, I mean, I could see it. We all love Jeff yeah. probes for, for yes. how he runs the show and whatever he does, even though he's making some terrible like new survivor decisions in terms of advantages and stuff, we still love him. He's oh, yeah. Still, he's still the voice of the show. Um, and then for another sure. thing, the last comment on the episode as a whole, they are going to a new beach, which I think this is like the yes. fourth season in a row that they've done that final five. You're going to a new beach. So just a small little question. Again, it, it really doesn't matter that much. It doesn't carry the same merit that it used to on old seasons mm-hmm. when they said you guys are going to a new beach. And I was like, no. And everyone's like, oh, that's tough. Are, as yeah. audience members, are we kind of just like over that? And it, it just doesn't matter yeah. anymore. I literally he said that. And I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> that's cool. They, they've got they've got <laughs> three more days. If if right. I counted correctly, they would have voted yeah. on day 23. So they've got three more days or three or four more days in the game. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it really matters. Honestly, I'm like, I mean, at this point, it's so much of a social game, I feel like. And it's like, you've already established who can trust, you can't trust, you have it in your mind, how you're going to get to the end. I don't think it matters if you go to a new beach or not. Like, I mean, I feel basically, like... it just comes down, you got to make a new shelter. Like you still have. A exactly. That's like, literally well all it and... comes down to. Yeah. And it's like, you guys know kind of what works at this point, what doesn't work. So I feel like it will just be easier for them. Copy and paste it over. Like they, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Copy and paste. Just carry it on down the beach. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's some people I wouldn't be like Gabler. I feel like he would be fine. Let's just sleep on the beach or something like that. Oh, like, I feel for like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Three days, it's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, so yeah. we, we are down to the final five. Next week is the finale. And before we get into just speaking, I know we spoke about everyone this episode already, but we will touch base yeah. on the remaining five members here. Uh, I do have some housekeeping stuff to get out of the way. <clears throat> so if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let us know how much you love Mikayla because I'm going to try to get her to come back a lot. We'll just see Yay! how her schedule fits. <laughs> um, for the finale episode next week, we will not be here on Wednesday. We will not be uploading an episode. It is a three-hour show with the reunion and everything, and we will not be recording at 11 o'clock at night. So we are recording the finale episode next Thursday and it will be made available to you guys or for you guys to listen to on Spotify or watch on YouTube Friday morning at 9 a.m. We will have our finale breakdown in terms of who's going to be there. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe Mikayla will be back. 
Well, hey. who knows? <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it's still to be determined. I know Abraham, if you guys want to meet Abraham, he's going to be at Lauren Ashley Beck's uh, event over in Los Angeles. So make sure to get out there and you can meet Abraham. So he's going to be busy with that. So we'll we'll figure it out. Um, but just wanted to let you know, next Wednesday, we will not have an episode for you guys to listen to. Uh, so take the night off, listen to Rob as a podcast. If you want, we do support them as well and, uh, enjoy the finale of survivor 43, but to wrap this episode up, let's, let's talk about everyone here. Final five. Mm -hmm. There are two more challenges, immunity challenges. So Jesse has an idol and we'll get to that when we break down Jesse's game here in a minute. Um, you're. I assume you're going to have fire making again. I uh, Abraham, when we were talking on the live stream earlier said, are they going to do fire making? I'm pretty sure they'll do fire making again. It, it seems pretty yeah. successful. Um, I think so so. Then whoever wins the last immunity challenge will pick who goes to the end. And then the other two do fire making final three. And then we know everybody on the jury right now. So let's begin. Michaela, we'll kind of do like a, a popcorn type situation. I'll give you okay. a name. You speak about their game, what's good, what's okay. bad, their chances of winning, and then I'll take the next person. So we'll kind of go back and forth because you're the guest and you've somehow done this entire episode without taking a drink. And I've drank like <laughs> an entire thing and I'm losing my voice. I'm going to oh do two of the people. I'm going to let you do three of them. So okay. let, let's start with, uh, I'll let you talk about Carla here. What, what, yes. how has Carla's game been? What's the summary, her good, her bad going into the finale episode? Yeah, I think her good is that even though she has lied to people, she does play a very good social game. I think people felt very connected with her. She was in a very good alliance for a while. Obviously, with Carla, she had a good connection there. Bad, she broke that connection <laughs> with uh, with Cassidy. And then from there, she also, um, you know, she... Now it's clear that she lied, that she had her, she doesn't have an idol anymore. She's also hurt. So I feel like going into next week, I don't think her odds are good. I think she is at the bottom. I don't think she is in a good spot. I think she's going to need to form an alliance with like Gabler or Owen um, and do something there to try to save her. Because I don't think she's going to be able to win the immunity challenge just with how she's feeling. And I think she's broken a lot of trust along the way. Um, so I don't think her odds are good at this point. Okay. No, I would agree yeah. a thousand percent. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take Jesse here. Jesse has okay. played a really good strategic game. He is one of those people who had his hand in every cookie jar. He has built relations with everybody in the game to the point that Cody, even though he was hurt because he was blindsided, did not see it coming whatsoever, mm-hmm. respected his game, you know, finally got to the point where he's like, I, all right, you got me. And I still think it's super interesting. This is the feeling that I'm getting. I still mm-hmm. don't think after that move that people are focusing on Jesse. We saw the preview for next week and it still yep. seems like it's Cassie versus Carla. So we right. somehow <laughs> we talked about it earlier, how Jesse I think is playing. They would be delusional not to look at Jesse as if this guy mm-hmm. makes it to the end, he is winning a thousand percent. Like, Oh, for sure. There's no yeah. question. He has somehow put himself in a fantastic position. He's got a wonderful story. He has stated the entire game. He did not come out for the experience. He did not. Come, he wants relationships from it, but he did not come out. 
His family yeah. means the world to him. And he said, mm -hmm. you know, some people say they don't care about the money. He's basically said, I do. This is yeah. all about the future of my family. That is a an extremely strong pitch if it comes to the mm -hmm. finale. I personally believe that Jesse is in the driver's seat. He still has his he still has Janine's idol, which nobody knows about. He got mm -hmm. his hand on two idols this game by not doing Insane. anything, did not find any of the idols. He hasn't mm -hmm. won any challenges, but I don't think that hurts him at all. And mm -hmm. he pretty much has guaranteed himself the final four. And I'm telling mm -hmm. you guys right now, Jesse is winning the game unless they get him out at fire making. That is the only chance they are going to have is to get him out at fire mm -hmm. making. If he wins the last immunity and doesn't even have to do fire making, I do believe it could be unanimous. And I do believe the game is over. This could have been this move could have been the the move that wins him the game. He is it's been amazing and I just there are very if I was Doctor Strange there's like and I'm looking through <laughs> all the all the options of the multiverse and how it plays out there's like a 0.01% mm -hmm. chance that I think Jesse is not going to win this game and that is if yep. they get him out at fire making. So uh, that's Jesse. That's his outlook going forward into the finale. Your next person. And I put these out of random order. So I'm happy you get this guy. I'm so jealous. Yeah. You get this guy. <laughs> what, is Gabler, what is Gabler's outlook? I'm so jealous. Gabler, uh, <laughs> well, and Gabler has such a good story from game sense because he was at the bottom for so long. <laughs> like he has had to claw his way up to where he's at now. And it's so interesting that Jesse and Cody kind of formed this alliance with Gabler and kind of looped him in because it's now put him really in a good spot. So I think he really is at this point in the game where he does have control and he does have this good connection with Jesse. And it'll be interesting to see what he does with that. Does he try to turn on Jesse a little bit? I think Gabler's very smart. So I think he's going to see Jesse as a threat. If anybody does detect it, I feel like it will be Gabler that will notice that. Um, but I think he has really good chance. I think he has a really good chance of winning. I love his story of how he's like, he's like, hey, I'm out here. I'm over 50 years old. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, you know, and it shows in the challenges too. He is a very strong competitor and he doesn't let his age or anything else get in the way of that. So I'm rooting for him. Like, I personally would love to see him win. Yes. Yeah, I I'd say, is he your personal yes. favorite? Because he is mine. Yes, like, he, he is, is who I'm rooting yes. for. Yes, he is who I'm rooting for. Yes, for sure. For I think, sure. Uh, I, I know we're kind of doing this popcorn thing, but I do have to throw out there with the age thing. I think that's super impressive because it is it tough so going impressive. into a game, especially when he had like Ellie and Janine literally gunning for him the entire yes. time. So the right. fact he was able to survive that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was going to yeah. leave that all to you, but I, I had to jump in on the Gabler oh, praise. for I sure. Like, I have yeah, to. you have to. You have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, uh, I'm going to break down Owen's game, which I, yeah. I feel like is a perfect segue because Owen has been with Gabler throughout the entire game. Owen almost, you know, kind of played himself out of the game early on, playing a little bit too strong. And coming into the game, you know, when everyone was making their winner predictions, their final three predictions, Owen was probably up there for one of the top people people were predicting to win this game because he looked like a guy who had a great knowledge of the game and he's proven that to be true because once he almost played his way out of the game what he needed to do was he needed to take a step back and he needed to just sit and kind of cool down and let his the target size on his back drop his target level i should say 
And that's mm -hmm. what he did. He stopped trying to lead the vote and lead the alliances. And he took a step back and just, where do you need me to vote? What, who do you need me to write down? I got it. He became a number, which some people are going to say is a goat way to play. It's not. That is mm -hmm. a smart way to play, to take a step back. Another reason people might call him a goat is because he's been on the wrong side of a lot of votes. We saw him get very emotional yeah. where he said, I'm always on the opposite end of the vote. I'm always being left out. And he says, it's tough to play the game when you're never in the loop. And some people say, well, he was never in the loop. He's not playing the game. That couldn't mm -hmm. be farther from the truth. He is going into the final five, being on the opposite end of back-to-back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back -to -back votes, and to mm -hmm. be able to still be in the game and keep your threat level low. He's a good player, and people know that. It's not like, mm -hmm. I hate to throw her name out, but Heather with Erica. No one was concerned about Heather, not mm -hmm. one person. People are concerned about Owen to the point they have brought his name up at times. He hasn't had a number one ally in the game. While he's been close with Gabler and while he was close with Sammy, he hasn't. He's been trying to play from the bottom since the very beginning of the game when he dug mm -hmm. that grave for him. He's been trying to climb out of it, and he's almost at the top. This move that he just did with Jesse might have been uh, Jesse kind of extending the olive branch to help him get out of that grave he's been trying to dig himself out of forever. So mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting. I do think Owen needs to make a few big moves to end the yep. season to really stand a chance to to beat a Jesse or to beat a Carla or a Gabler, um, even a Cassidy. I think Owen might be at the bottom in terms of who could really win this game, in my personal mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. Um but he does deserve to be there. There is not a goat remaining this season. There is no one who is a goat that just got pulled to the end, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But I, I think Owen does need to show that he's got that play in him. And, mm -hmm. and he started this week with that move on Jesse. I think he does need to take some ownership in that move. Even though Jesse was the one who started it, he couldn't have done mm -hmm. it really without Owen and everyone else. So it'll be oh, for sure. interesting to see who claims it. Um, but mm -hmm. Owen is still in this game and it is impressive. I'm telling you guys, it's impressive to not have an ally and be able to make your, make it all the way to the end. So he could Definitely. be a fire making win away from mm -hmm. winning the million dollars. So he got one. I could see it. <laughs> yeah. He just needs yeah. to win fire. Yeah. Yeah. We got one more person. I'm interested to see yes. what you say, because I was high <laughs> on her. You were not. Yeah. So I Cassidy, what, yeah. what is Cassidy? outlook heading into the finale and yes. her season thus far yes i think she's definitely i think like you were saying like i think owen's kind of more at the bottom in terms of cassie like i think cassie's definitely above owen in terms of her chances of winning and the reason for that is because i think cassidy has made really good relationships with everyone it's clear even too that gabler was really trying to use cassidy against carla you know, obviously they were trying to break that up, but he was really focusing on Cassie and Jesse. So I feel like Cassie is in a good spot. She's a very strong competitor. She's shown that time and again. But for me, like I said, I feel like she just needs to be more of a leader when it comes to making I, moves. I could see that. I mean, I yeah. can very well see that. Yeah. 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 So I feel like she needs to put something in place or be the one that's going around starting to say, hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Because I feel like at least through the season, she's been taking a lot of direction from other people. And she has had obviously Carla working with her and they've been working together. Now she doesn't have that. So it'll be really interesting to see kind of what she does next. 
if she does make a move on her own that she creates or if she does try to team up with somebody else. But I think overall, you know, like I said, she's a fierce competitor. She has had to, you know, kind of figure out her whole Carlos situation and figure out, KK, is this someone that I can even trust? I think that's a good talking point at the end of the day. So it'll be interesting to see how she does. But I mean, I don't think she's going to win the entire thing by any means. I don't think that she's in that spot right now unless she makes a big move or she tries to form another alliance, which will be interesting to see if that happens. I definitely, I mean, I agree with you. I think she's a sleeper. I think, yeah. I think she could win, could sneak yeah. up, but I don't think she's the favorite. Oh yeah. So uh, anyone could win at this point. Like they all are so amazing it, I mean, yeah. to get to the end, to get to this point. Like they're all truly incredible, but it is going to come down to, okay, what are you going to do to secure your spot? Like, what is it that you are strategically going to do and who is going to take you there? And I feel like she just doesn't have that, like, oomph, that, that, like, push. Yeah, the oomph to, like, get her there, I I hope you uh, don't trademark that because I'm going to steal that and be like, what is the Makayla oomph this season? (laughs) It's going to be named after you. So, thank you. uh, 26 day season. Season 43, I think, to all of us has arguably been the best season out of the new era thus far. It'll be interesting to look back. We've got one more episode, five more castaways. It's coming down the crunch time. Michaela, I didn't prepare you for this answer. I hope you have it ready. Yeah. Final three predictions, which don't matter as much. I do want to hear who you think is going to make final three. And then who's winning? Who is your winner? Okay. Okay. Final three, Gabler, Owen, Jesse. And I think that we're going to say that Gabler's going to win. Yes. yes. We're going to say Gabler's going to win because I feel like Gabler, I, I, I'm just throwing this out there. I feel like Gabler is going to somehow like there try to get been Jesse some out. bias behind that. <laughs> yes, a little bit. Well, I'm kind of, I'm going back and forth between Gabler and Jesse because, like, if Jesse, if Jesse gets to end, he is winning. But that's if he gets to the end. So I'm going to go with Gabler for now. But Gabler, Owen, Jesse, final three. No, I love that you said that because it would have been boring if we both said Jesse. But I'm going, yeah. I was wrong. I said my final three was going to be Cody, Jesse, and um, Cassidy, I think. I I can't, no, I said Owen. I can't remember, honestly. But I'm changing <laughs> it anyway. I was wrong. Yeah. Moral of the story. Uh, I'm yeah. going to say Owen, Cassidy, and Jesse. Final three. Um, I don't know why. I feel like Carla is easily going to be the next vote out and she'll get. I think so. Yeah. Um, And then I could see Owen versus Jesse possibly in the fire making, which I would take Jesse um, Mm -hmm. because that's going to be the only way to get Jesse out of the game. They're going to have to put him in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then so that would be. Yeah, that would make it Gabler, Cassidy and Jesse. And I'm saying Jesse. I'm going to go with a boring answer. It just, okay. I feel like the season could be over, but that pretty much wraps it up for this week. We covered everything in such an exciting episode. Makayla, I hope you had a blast. You were natural. You were, are you sure you you. aren't like a professional podcaster? Cause you did so good. 
maybe it's a hidden talent. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you having me. <laughs> you always have an open invite. You know, just Thank hit me you. up and let me know you want to come back on the show and you are more than welcome. Awesome. Once again, guys, if you enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Check us out on Instagram at Survivor Now Podcast or Twitter at Survivor Now Pod. That's just pod P-O-D. Um, but yeah, we will see you next Friday for the finale breakdown. Until then, see you guys next time. Bye.